Welcome to another episode of the Marketing and Cupcakes podcast. It's Mike Conley along with John Sortino. How you doing, John? Great, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great, great, great. Today, we're going to talk about yet another one of my favorite things to talk to you about, features and benefits and how that works in marketing. John, you taught me about this. I remember, I don't know, a few years ago, we were talking and you were like, Mike, features and benefits, features and benefits. And I go, what, do you, what the heck are you talking about, John? And you broke it down in such a great way that I've never been able to unsee features and benefits, whether I'm watching a, a TV commercial, a billboard, a, a print ad, a digital ad online, a, a post on an ad on social media. Like you just see it everywhere. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. So I would love for you to explain to the listeners and, and break down features and benefits and how it works in marketing for us. Mike, I really do think what you've been doing, you'd be much better at this topic. But I just want to say, and then I'd like to hear what you have to say. The most important thing anyone who has a business can do, literally when it comes to marketing, is spend time and learn what the difference, what a feature and a benefit is, because it's like a different language. It will help you understand how to uh, position yourself against your competition what to do, things like that. I don't care what business you're in. I knew that you wanted to do this, so I've been thinking about different things. I can only tell you that I am doing a bicycle business now, and I'm making bicycles. And so I had to review it myself about the features. I'm American manufacturer of bicycles, so I had to review what my features were and what my benefits were. And anyone who's listening to this should go to, the, to just look up features and benefits online and really understand it and then spend time with a piece of paper and pencil and write down what you think your features are of the business or service that you're doing and what you think your benefits are. So Mike, I'd like you to talk about it more. Yeah. So for me, when I, once you explained it to me, like how I was able to sum it up was like a feature is what your thing does. A benefit is what your thing does for the end user. And I wrote down a couple of examples, simple examples I wanted to talk about. So if the product is a fitness tracker, the feature may be a heart rate, heart rate monitoring. The benefit would be keep track of your uh, heart health in real time, uh, making your workout safer and more effective. Uh, a feature could be sleep tracking. A benefit could be uh, understand your sleep patterns and improve your overall sleep quality for better energy and well-being. There's a million ways you could break it down in your business. I, I think sometimes if you overcomplicate it, it gets super complicated real quick. But I always just think feature what your thing is, what your thing does, benefit what your thing does for the end user. And if you could explain, that's a really great way to entice someone to purchase your thing. So if I was selling this, this fitness app, and I'm just talking about heart rate monitoring and sleep tracking, that's cool. But when I talk about it from the standpoint of, Hard health in real time or making your workout safer and more effective. If someone, if that's a pain point for someone, they would look into my fitness tracker over my competitor. Or if someone's having issues with their sleep tracking, they may not understand they have an sleep tracking. I mean, it's nothing to do. But if they, if he says, understand your sleep patterns and improve your overall sleep quality to better energy and being, if I'm not sleeping right and this thing is saying that's a benefit to me, I will go and buy it. So I, I, I think too, sometimes. I like to look at it like this left brain thinkers 
like facts and data and numbers. So the, the features are great for those people. And right brain thinkers are rainbows and butterflies and they want to be sold to. And those where the benefits come to. But I think that's how I, once you taught me that, John, that's how my brain started breaking it down. And that's how I was able to use features and benefits and everything. Even when I'm speaking and I want people to do something, I know I, I got to hit them with some facts, some data, features, and then I have to come back and hit them with the emotional storytelling with the benefits. And that's normally how I move the crowd. Absolutely. And I know that you work with other companies and because you do, basically, you're a pretty good advertiser. And, and you probably have a discussion with each one of them oh, yeah. about this. Well, you have to. We have to, John, especially in the advertising world, because that allows me to set realistic expectations for my clients. We run billboards. So like I and I, I always try to get them listen, 10 words or less, 10 words or less. So in those 10 words or less, I either want to show that unique value proposition or, or highlight a benefit and tell people where to go, where to call it to action. And, and, and that's why our, our ads... Uh, as typically work really well for the clients that, that follow that and, and understand and leverage the expertise that I have when it comes to craft and ads. But, but once again, I have to shout you out, John, because I don't think I would be as good as an ad writer if you didn't teach me so many of the lessons that you taught me. Like you put, you just made it so simple for me and it was, it's just put me in a different stratosphere when it comes to craft and ads that convert. We should uh, do one of these about how to structure a, a printed ad just because it's fun. Most definitely. But, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about this as a game, features and benefits. And I'm always, I, I think a number of people uh, that I've met in the marketing world, I don't want to generalize, but I met a lot of people who wanted to get into the female cosmetic business, whatever it might be, shampoos, whatever. It makes smelling stuff. But there are a lot of people out there, and we worked with a couple of them that, I don't mean worked, I mean, we just tried to help, that were in the, the salon business. So let's just pretend you have a salon business. I know you don't go to salons because I'm looking at your hair. <laughs> but what would you, when you try to get that out of a salon business, how would you help them figure out what their feature is? So when you think of, when you think of someone like a salon business, the, the, I, I go heavily benefit, right? Because that's, you want to get the people dreaming. You want to get them look your absolute best in less than 30 minutes. So those kind of things, like uh, it, it, a, a feature could be clean environment, get your hair done no, with clean no, that's not a feature. That's a benefit, I think. And that's what I, that's, that's what I like, love about the, the feature and benefit. Yeah. It can, it, it, it's, it's almost like sales and marketing. Where's the line cross? But if you, if you talk about, even so, you go back to top of the line equipment or whatever. It, it, like That's the fun thing about crafting the uh, uh, marketing campaign around your features and benefits. You get to dissect what's happening in the business and then figure out ways to connect that with a, with a pain point, a want, or a desire with the, with the, with the client. I, well, I, think, I think that this is a difficult one because neither one of us are females. And you don't go to the salon at all. I know you used no. to go to a, a barbershop. <laughs> Let's switch this over to barbershops. Okay. Why would you go, what would be a feature of a barbershop? Oh, okay. For Once you, again, for me. All right, Michael, there are barbershops on every street corner, okay? They're everywhere. I don't know if you remember what they look like. They got a, they cut hair. Yep. 
I think for me, John, I like barbershops that have, it's quiet. I love barbershops where there's sports themes. I love barbershops. So that's, to me, those are features. The benefit would be a great haircut, walking out looking my best, feeling confident. It would be, it goes on the lines that be out in, in 20 minutes is quick. So I would start crafting features and benefits around those things and then just get those 10 words or less messages to match those kind of things if I was doing, if I was doing barbershop. You know, and I think the same thing holds true for salons. I have literally talked to a few people that have barbershops. They are really just so old school in their thinking that mm-hmm. they're not interested in any information and they, they're just fine where they are. Um, but salons are a lot different because um, you want to increase your uh, uh, the number of customers you have because each customer, if you're a, a woman... You're going to spend, I don't even know how much money. I know a haircut is probably 60 or 80 bucks. I know color is probably 300. I know there are a lot of techniques uh, used for different kinds of hair and different salons do different things. I think if I was a black salon, I would do my features based on how many techniques I know. That's true. So when you even now when you go to the barbershops now, John, um, that's what they that's what they highlight. They highlight the different styles. They so even like my hairstyle, believe it or not, I do I still go to the barber because he lines it up. So like you, I would have to I would have to go to a barber that that knows how to, to cut someone with dreads. So it is is all you have to talk about those things. And and what what that does too, John, it creates a great space for social media marketing. And I'm trying to get my barber to understand this, like. He should be taking photos of different hairstyles. I'm telling you, Michael, they're, they are dead when it comes to marketing. I know. They're just stuck in their ways. Because- I'll tell them, dude, all he has to do is take a picture of different haircuts and then post and talk about it. And he could share his expertise on how to dredge properly or how to save. And, and if he did that, he would get so many more customers. Because people are always looking for a good barber. Yeah. Yeah, I listen. I completely, but I didn't think salons are people that would be taking information about marketing. I agree with that. I think women are way more smarter than men. I mean, you know what? I, no, John, I I agree with you. I I would say agree with you with that. Even when it comes to no matter what kind of business, the the female business owners tend to at least listen, hear you out, hear what you have to say about marketing and helping their business to grow. Like a lot of my clients are females, and the ones. And they, like, they, when I share what strategies with them, they would at least be willing to try it out. Not that the guys don't, but sometimes the guys think they already have it figured out. And the female entrepreneurs tend to listen a little more welcomingly, if, if that is the best of word. Yeah. I, when you mentioned this last week when we talked, or actually, I think you emailed me, I want to do features and benefits. I literally began thinking up features and benefits about every place I saw, just like you do. Every shop I see, every place that I know is failing, every place that's doing well. And it's really fun. It's hard to turn off. I listen, I watch ads on TV. I watch, first of all, I'm an old man, so I watch TV. And I love TV commercials. Like, to me, they're just speaking to me differently. I'm not going to buy anything that they're selling because I'm not into it. And I don't need it most of the time. But around here, there are a lot of furniture commercials. There's three or four stuff 
probably five stores all competing for your furniture dollars, mattresses, blah, blah, blah. And to, you know, so I would recommend to anyone that listens to watch commercials. Oh, yeah. Oh, or man, yeah. YouTube commercials on a particular product. You might go after furniture commercials because I don't know what you've got at Springfield, but here we have Bernie and Phil's, Jordan's, Bob's Discount Furniture, Aaron's, mm -hmm. I think Aaron's and some appliances, I think, but I think there's another one in that part of the state that you're from. And they're all competing for you to go in the store and look around because they know if they can get you in the store, they could. You have they have a, they have a chance of a salesperson selling you something. Oh, that. And Bob's Furniture, the commercial I listened to this morning, and I love the little cartoon Bob. Do you do you watch those commercials? Yep, I've seen them. Today he talked about how they have free ice cream and other treats like that for the kids and family. So. Just come in and eat as much as you want. Um, of course, the feature of Bob's is that it really does have the best prices on furniture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Second to none. They don't get into that. This is the best quality. They don't get into all that. They just go check out that price. Check out this price. Our prices are better, right? I don't know if you've seen a Jordan's commercial, but a Jordan's commercial, you know, when you walk into Jordan's, it's a very expensive mattress place and furniture place right? oh. so they talk more about the feature being that when you buy this it's going to be it's just gonna it they're selling that they're not selling that they're the most expensive they're just selling the fact that you're going to be the happiest from buying this, right and and you could just go from every there's a lot of plumbing commercials around here on the radio mm-hmm and there's a lot of waterproofing commercials. And all of these guys have to do marketing because they have a lot of plumbers and people working for them. So they work on different taglines. And I just love commercials and I love benefits and features. And I'm glad we talked about it. I don't know if it helps anybody out, but definitely go to online and look up what the differences of benefit and feature. You might, and then right afterwards, Take a piece of paper and pencil, not a computer, and just write down a column of features and a column of benefits right next to each other. And eventually, the benefits are going to go on the feature side, and the feature is going to go on the benefit side because you're going to be able to figure out the two. But in your own business, you need to understand that language about what the heck you're doing. Um, I remember, and I you mentioned this morning, Steve, he was in the uh, landscaping business. Yep. When he first came on board and talked to us, again, we did a lot of advice for people for free. He invented something that cleans the bottom of lawnmowers, right? Scraper Steve. <laughs> he had 10 grand invent invested in it. He had a patent in it, right? He, and I remember very distinctly saying that, have you ever thought about the market size and who would buy this thing? And he hung up and went out and tried to sell it. No one was interested. He quickly switched to the thing he knew mostly about, which is landscaping. And then he focused his business on why his, what his benefits and features are. And you just told me today that the guy sold his business and now he's into something else. So he used mm -hmm. that business to go into something else. So he's obviously doing well. 
You know, I can't be happier for Steve. Yeah, Steve is good. We got to get him on the podcast. John, you made me think of something, and this we should talk about this another time too. I want to really, in another episode, talk about market type and need because that's another thing a lot of people kind of misunderstand. Yeah, maybe we should just list a bunch of different things and put it together so people would know what we're going to be talking about. And and some of the stuff we've done, I can't even remember, like the hundred thousand dollar plan, hundred grand plan, hundred grand plan. I know we wrote it, put it together, and produced it. And video, but I had, I think about it. It's great. Great. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up, John. We have had so many people. We gotta go. We gotta do that one week. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Because that, right. that, like, we could go down the whole rabbit hole talking okay. about the hundred grand plan. All right. So I want to thank everyone for listening. This is another episode. I hope you found tremendous value in this. I will keep digging into John's brain for you guys. You all talk about how great I am in marketing. I can't repeat enough. It's because of the things that this man has taught me. John has taught, John's forgotten more marketing than most people ever will know. So it's truly a blessing. It's truly a, a treat. It's truly a, the grandest cupcake ever to have John on the podcast and sharing his knowledge. And please continue to send in your questions to podcast at marketingandcupcakes.com. And then we'll answer these questions. We'll get them as many as we can. We'll, if we don't answer the question, we'll make it a topic on the podcast so we could um, dig deeper into it. But time is the most valuable commodity. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Until the next episode of the Marketing and Cupcakes podcast, keep working on your business and keep your marketing simple. Thanks. Peace. Thanks, Mike.